Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ash. Yes. It happened again. What happened again? I stayed up till an ungodly hour <laughs> watching TikTok. <laughs> I needed intervention. I think you do too. I think we all need to have, we need to have a collective gathering yeah. where we all sit and explain to you how you need to sleep. But also- You need more sleep. I'm not the only one in this house. It's very true. Before we point any fingers. And I think the problem is once you like go on it long enough and start liking videos, it figures out what kind of videos you like. Yes. So then now when I go on, so now it's each video is all just, prime. It's perfectly curated for you and your humor. Yes, which is usually people getting hurt <laughs> <laughs> or just like stupid dances or like, I don't know, funny stuff. But. Yeah. Or people annoying the hell out of their parents. <sighs> so so funny good. me and ash found a new favorite i don't know what his name is um we'll post one of his on our instagram yeah, so but this good. guy he like annoys his dad by just being super like emo but like over the top emo very over the top emo emo, emo that's an emo. animal remember that was a thing yeah yeah well if you're um, our age you get it if you're not well <laughs> uh, look up the emo emo <laughs> the memes that came from that oh god there were so many things the other day i said something about being straight edge and someone was like what's that that i was like dude it was a movement (laughs) it was a lifestyle do you remember all the people that wore the x's on the back of their hands Uh and it was all the people who like didn't drink or like do drugs but it was like it was a group of people yeah it was who it was who they were at their core. Yeah. It was their belief system. Like I, like people would introduce themselves as like, yeah, yeah, I'm straight edge. Hey, I'm Taryn. I'm Ew, straight edge. That's so gross. Yeah, that was such a thing. It sounds so gross. It was such a thing. You know, good times. <laughs> not. <laughs> Emo's not. <dead>. Little. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back everyone We've to you. another episode. Um, of unsolicited advice. That's Taryn over there. I am. She's pointing to me and I'm sitting on a bed. I'm Ashley. She, oh my gosh, Charlie almost fell off the bed. Um, yeah, we're we're back at it again. and Back in the bedroom. Uh, if you have listened to us from the beginning, we usually record in a studio when everything, you know, shit hit the fan. We ended up in the closet, <laughs> recording in the yeah. closet, thinking that like the closet would help with sound and make it sound a little more professional. Um, but Taryn and I have since then <laughs> upgraded. We've abandoned all of we that. We were like, screw that. We're over it. We were tired of sitting on the floor uh, and we have taken 
our recording situation to my bedroom. Taryn's always on the bed. I'm always that's on the great. chair and it's so much better than the closet. And uh, yeah, that's a little update. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect because we always record in the morning, uh-huh. which like our house, the way it's facing my room is like scolding an actual desert in the morning. Yeah. And Ashley's is like the perfect shaded, like mm-hmm. cool temperature. So it's great. Yeah. It's I'm actually been like, perfect. I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> our rooms are, <laughs> if you guys can, if I can paint a picture for you guys, our rooms are directly across the hall from each other. Literally my door opens to her to door. To my door. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she gets like the morning sun in the morning. And I, my old room um, before Taryn moved in was like on, on the other side of the house, yeah. the same house, mm-hmm. the same side of the house that Taryn's in or on. And, um, it does get super hot in the morning. Yeah. It's nice. Cause you could like see the sunrise in the morning. It's beautiful. Well, um, I'm not up <laughs> really enough to watch that. <laughs> well, you know what I used to do is I would sleep with my blinds open. And so the sun would wake me up and I would catch the Got sunrise it. and I thought it was super pretty. And I mean, I would sometimes fall back asleep or, you know, yeah. but I just, it was gorgeous. Anyways, I digress. Um, and so if her room's really hot, my room's cold. And then later in the day when my room's hot, her room is cold. Yeah. It's exact opposite. It's crazy. It's great. So that's why we're in here and it's, it's wonderful. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. All the dogs like come in, they know it's recording day they and they just sleep. We record. Yeah. If you don't know, I have a little Shih Tzu in a dachshund and uh, Taryn has <laughs> a Yorkie and all three of them love recording days because yep. that means they can just come and like lounge on the bed and all three of them are literally knocked out. We'll try to get a photo for you guys and post it. They're always knocked out on knocked the bed out. with Taryn. It's so yeah. cute. It's, it's a vibe. Um, Big dog people. What's coming? What? Where Where are we in the world today? Oh, 4th of July is coming. Yeah. Wait, when this posts, it'll be after? It'll be after. Okay. 4th of July is almost here. Oh, yeah, because it's this weekend. This is very, this is a sad year to be. I literally, 4th of July is one of my, I have like my favorite main holidays. And then there's like, like Valentine's Day and 4th of July are, have always been like my days. Yeah. Like I love them. Um, because it's always like family barbecues, like game nights, fireworks, yeah. all that stuff. And I am so sad this year because yeah. I don't think there's going to be fireworks shows. I think there might be, but they're not, there's not going to be. But you can't gatherings. like, yeah, you can't like gather to watch. And then, you know, like I, we're only seeing ourselves and then our immediate family and then maybe a friend if we know they're like quarantining yeah. too and i mean i don't know about everyone else but out here the main thing people do is go to the beaches and yeah. la officially closed all the beaches yeah. for the fourth so that's not an option i know i'm like we'd have to like drive sad. north or drive south to san diego if we yeah. wanted to do some kind of beach thing but um you know that's a big commitment i know <laughs> it's a big deal but I mean, it's like you got to keep your mind on the main reason why we're staying in. Exactly. And maybe we can like watch a fireworks show. <laughs> I have Not a great recording thing. of the Disneyland fireworks show that we could just play on repeat. You just find me in my room with like a laser pointer like pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, it's such a bummer. This whole, yeah, this whole season right now celebrating the country. <laughs> just <laughs> feels weird <laughs> with everything that's going on and then just not being able to like celebrate with a, a traditional family barbecue or pool day or yeah. beach day just it's a real bummer I feel like we all could have used that oh my gosh totally. right now you know yeah um 
Oh, I know what's new. Hmm. Ash. I know exactly. Ash. She's Taryn Renee <laughs> is giving me such a look right now. Guys, a very big monumental thing happened for me yep. this week. I went on my very first quarantine date. Yeah, she did. Your girl has not been on a date girl. <laughs> since COVID, obviously, yep. for obvious reasons. Yep. Um, I'll be the first to say it. I was very paranoid. I'm still very paranoid. Um, but uh, yeah, we finally, we got out there and had my mask and we stayed outside and, you know, stayed like six feet apart. I mean, as much as we could. And um, it was great. It felt really good to be social. It felt mm-hmm. really good to just like meet someone and have a conversation. Um, so, you know, pr- kind of proud of myself. Also, <laughs> a big like, step for me. it's really cool to have that pressure of like someone being overly touchy or the like the goodbye hug where you're like, they're going to go in for a kiss. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not that like even when you're feeling them, like sometimes like it takes people longer. Like I'm not the type that's, well, I'm either the type who's like instantly like connected and would be fine with a kiss or mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a minute, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of nice that it took that pressure off. Yeah. But that's the thing is I feel like you guys did it right. Whereas I'm sure other people are just being super careless and just meeting up and like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's like, I think it's cool to do it, but if you're going to be smart like that, like be like, yeah, let's have masks on when we're like going to and fro. And when we're like finally somewhere we can take them off, like we're still being a little distant because reality is I don't know you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it's good. Just some backstory. It was, we met on a dating app. So there was no like mutual connection or friend of a friend thing. Yeah. So I do think that's important to say that. So this was a complete stranger. Yeah. And, um, that does change things. Uh huh. (laughs) Um, so I think with that on top of COVID, um, and just being respectful of not knowing how they feel with everything going mm-hmm. on. It really does like zero pressure. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was meeting up with like a guy, like just a friend and we just sat and, and talked and it was great. And so yeah. I felt, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't have kissed him normally at the end, but I was like, no, that's, that's not even an option it's right not, now. Yeah, it's nice. So it made it very easy for me to just feel very comfortable and, um, myself because I was like oh I, I don't even have to like yeah think if that's gonna happen how would I feel how would I react or you know it wasn't even an option so yeah that's it was so actually nice. great because <laughs> I don't remember the last time I went on a first date and was like wait do I want to kiss him or not like what you know yeah trying to think about stuff like that so I love that he like I wish every guy who's asked me out on dating apps it's like hey come over let's hang or like let's go do this and I'm like no, like it's yeah. a pandemic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, usually I'm the one that ends up bowing out because they just like push hanging out. But it's like, I never will understand why guys think it's cool to just be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Just come over. Let's watch a movie. It's like, that I is do essentially not know you. A booty call, too. Well, <laughs> and even if it's not, it's like, you have, even if you are not a serial killer or a rapist, that's great. Congratulations. You're doing well. Um, you like, you have to know that girls have this fear and this like need to be a little bit weary and protective. And so, rightfully so. 
Yeah. So like, I kind of get annoyed by that. Cause I'm like, why would you put me in that position? Like yeah. if anything, you should be waiting and making sure I'm comfortable yeah. before you go to it. But a lot of guys are like, what is the big deal? Just come over and hang out. This is annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, hi, have you ever read any like article about kidnapping or like listen to any <laughs> crime junkie episode? Do you know who Ted Bundy is? Yeah. <laughs> so I just like, we're so weary and especially me and Ash, like we always, every time we talk about like dating anyone, we're like you, but the thing is, is you never know. You never know. <laughs> Guys. I mean, I didn't do this with this guy. I actually sent the picture and location to Alicia, but um, of course. I, me and Taryn have this thing where it's like, if we go on a date, specifically if it's with someone from a dating app, we send them a picture of the person yep. and the location that we're going yep. to, um, just oh, because we're that paranoid. Yeah. So, um, and I straight up tell guys, I'm like, Hey, just so you know, my <laughs> friends are tracking me. I have to check in every hour. They know exactly where I am. And they're always like, they always like laugh, you know, but then yeah. they're like, nah, I get it. You know, it's, it's funny, but it's, it sucks that we have to yeah. think that way, but I, we should think that way. Yeah. Which I is would why be it's disappointed annoying. if I didn't, totally. you know, or my friends didn't think that way. I'd totally. be very upset. So if you're a dude, make sure the girl is comfortable first. Don't yeah. put her in those positions. And if you're a girl, I don't care how cute he is. I don't care how charming he is. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be a little sassy and rude <laughs> until you know. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Yep. All I'm saying. <laughs> um, anywho, so that's our our lives. That's Missing an update Fourth for you July, guys. Ashley went on a date. That's, <laughs> and that's the end the of the recap. episode. <laughs> um, as you guys know, we have a segment in our podcast called Tearing It Up where we dive in to funny stories that you guys want to send in. Taryn Renee has experienced a lot of embarrassing and awkward moments in yeah. her life. Um, so that's why it's called tearing it up. <laughs> you guys enjoyed some of hers that she's shared before. Um, so then ever since then, you guys have been sending them in with the title tearing it up. So if you have a funny, awkward, embarrassing story that you'd like to share Bring with us, it. please send it to us and title it tearing it up so that we know what category to put it in. That's all. Okay. <laughs> um, today's tearing it up is titled... The Hallway from Hell. Oh, intrigue. Hey, ladies. Hi. I mean, I'm not one to write things out. So the fact that I'm writing you guys is a testament of your guys' impact <gasps> on me. How awkward. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Okay, let's get into this awkward scenario. I was a senior in high school and was in tech theater class with my ex-boyfriend. Let's call him Gary and his new girlfriend, Sarah. Freaking Sarah. Sarah. Sarah sucks. <laughs> now, it was already awkward to be in the same class with both, all caps, of them. And I and I always made it my goal to get out of the classroom before them, which is something I would totally yeah. do. I remember being like, okay, the second, you know, like it, that's something I would do to justify Because the worst thing is when you have to exit and you're right behind them because mm -hmm. they're holding hands. They're very yeah. aware you're there. You don't know where to look. They're uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. The entire class can feel how yeah. uncomfortable it Everyone's is. watching you. Yeah. Anyway, she continues. One day after class, I had to go to the restroom. So when the bell rung, I scurried over to the closet restroom, to the closet restroom, closest <laughs> restroom. Oh, I was like, what's I'm a sorry. closet restroom? I'm still waking up, I guess. Now, usually I never see Gary and Sarah in the hallway at all. However, as I came out of the restroom, I found myself to be the only person in the hallway no. getting to class besides, you know it, Gary and Sarah. 
I was right behind them. I had three minutes to get to class, which was upstairs, and they were going, all caps, the same way. (laughs) The point Uh. is, I was behind them in the hallway, and the hallway was empty besides the three of us. Anyways, I tried to maintain a healthy distance, (laughs) six feet apart, (laughs) Um, between us, because I really didn't want to seem like I was following them, but time was ticking, and I had to get to class. We reached the end of the hallway and it just got worse. They started to full on kiss right there and then. And then Gary turned around and my stupid self decided the best way to avoid more awkwardness would be to look straight up at the ceiling. And that is when I walked right into the wall. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) At that point, I blocked anything else that happened and carried myself to the next class with all the rest of the dignity that I had left. (laughs) Hopefully you guys get a chance to read this, but love you both anyways. Um, Love Natalia. I almost said Natalie, but it's Natalia. Oh my gosh. That's... That is a vibe. That's mortifying. Yeah. That would be my worst fear. Yeah. Is to not only be there, <laughs> yeah. the three of them, you know, completely just engulfed in unbe- unbearable awkwardness. Yeah. But um, <laughs> to top it off by walking into a wall. Yeah. No, it's so bad. It's so That's bad. It's so sad. I I mean, I needed that laugh. So that was great. I'm sure everyone else did too. So thank you, Natalia, for sending that in. Um, hopefully that never happens again. I will say I have an anti tearing it up. Ooh, anti tearing it up. The one time in my life I was smooth as hell. (laughs) Please tell us. I don't even know if I know this. I feel like I've told you this. There is this one guy who I was like in freaking love with and he ended up just being like a jerk and was going back and forth between, between me and another girl. And he had just like pissed me off was like talking to this other girl again and we were some I don't even remember where we were we were somewhere and we were dancing and I look across the dance floor and he's facing me and she like her backs to me and she's going off on him like they're fighting and he just looks like miserable right so then the song comes on don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me oh as if it was cued up Dude, for I, you. And I was like, this is my song. <laughs> Literally. I freaking Her ponytail right out. now just whipped so hard. My song. <laughs> I literally walk out in the middle of the dance floor. And you know the start. It's like. Dun, ch, dun, dun, ch. I start. Dun, and guys, dun. I don't want to brag, but like. I can get down. Taryn can dance really can well. Dance. If there's two things you can, you should know about the two of us. I can't and she can't. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I go out dancing, I always feel like so much better when Taryn's there because I'll just kind of like bop and do what she's doing. She's try. like two I'll seconds behind me, just yeah. like five, six, seven, do what Taryn does. I'm trying my best. <laughs> um, so I literally, it was like a freaking straight up scene from like Step Up. I just like <laughs> went for it. Of course you did. And I stared him dead in the eyes while the chorus was going and there was one point where like the girl like rolled her eyes and looked away and he literally looked at me and was like mouth you need to stop and I was like (laughs) nope hair flip (laughs) cute hair flip yeah and then like guys were like coming up and trying to dance me and I was like naturally this is I need space. That's like euphoria Euphoria. on my show yeah the last episode where she's just like staring at him and dancing wow Terry. it was great 
It was great. I would think so. And that then I left and was like, that was a, you know, when you have those moments, you're like, that was a movie moment. That was a movie moment. That was a movie moment. Yeah. I felt so empowered. Five stars. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of my story. Wonderful. That's my anti tearing it up. Oh man. Well, maybe that could become a segment too. <laughs> when you do something cool. <laughs> when you blow yourself out of the water, you're that oh, good. I love that. You were my- so smooth. God-given name <laughs> that my parents chose has turned into a qualifier of if you're awkward and then if you're not, you're not Taryn. It's great. It's a great summary. It's, it's great. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, should I go first? Oh, we never, we never do. We, <laughs> we never discuss. I feel like I'll go we'll, first. we'll discuss everything, but who's going to go first? Yeah. I'll yeah, go first. Go for it. Um, you just read that Taryn up. I'll give you a second. Sure, 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 sure. Sure. Well, right. This one is titled The Sister of My Boyfriend. Ooh. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. First, I would like to say that I love your podcast. I've been listening to all of your episodes during work. I work at a tutoring center, but there are no kids, so it's mostly filing, and it makes the time go by super fast. I am so glad that we are there for Honored. you. and we're just sitting there with you. That's exactly what I do when I have, like, mundane work to do. Yeah. I just podcast it up and I get through it. It makes it go by so much faster. Because you feel like people are there talking to you. Even if you're not interacting with them, you're like, oh yeah, I'm hanging with yeah, people. Yeah, and like 90% of the time I respond. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, seriously. Yep, mm-hmm. It's seriously. like I'm having the whole conversation with them. Yeah, it's oh, so I great. I love that we get to I be know. that for you. That makes my heart I happy. Know. Um. Anyways, this has been an issue that has been in my mind for a while. I have a boyfriend of two years and he is my everything cute you know congratulations can't relate but cute um even though i'm only 18 i know that i'm not going to date anyone else he treats me like a queen but i am a queen that will fight by his side not a princess that needs to be saved do you remember that quote yes 
I literally, I just sat there and was like, wait, have we read this before? Yeah. (laughs) Because I was like, that's, I know we said that. No, that's how you know she's a fan. She's a fan. That still is one of, by far, the best quotes we've read yeah on the show and that was from one of you guys mm-hmm. that was a beautiful so i'm gonna say it story. again i am a queen that will fight by his side not a princess that needs to be saved um he is always there for me no questions asked but this isn't about him it's about his sister my first interaction with her was during a family trip to disneyland which was already a big leap for me and when i first introduced myself she brushed me off like i didn't matter Ooh. i didn't think to dude honestly like I think that's something that's been a little bit lost in society is the importance of like the etiquette of meeting someone in a respectful way. Like I, from a very young age, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but my dad was like, you look someone straight in the eye. Like he would practice like the firmness of my handshake and you say like, hi, nice to meet you. And you say your name, like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, like people are so just like, Hey, you know what I mean? I'm going to sound like such an old woman right now, but <laughs> Girl, I agree. I think, I think, I think social media and online presence and stuff like that has kind of like, we've lost how to actually connect with human beings. Yeah. And I agree. I remember my dad being like, don't be, don't give like a, a super soft girly handshake, like be, give a firm handshake. Yeah, Cause your first impression is so important. Yeah. And there are people that I've like, literally my first interaction with them was weird and I've been like, eh, I'm not sure how I feel about them because yeah. they were so like dismissive of me or said like a joke that I was like, okay, that's kind of rude. You don't know me like at all, you know? So yeah, I really, that would bother me too. Especially when it's like the sister of someone you're dating, you like want to be, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, It's interesting how much you have to win over siblings, the siblings, which that's hard. I will admit I was not very nice to some of yeah. the girls. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know why, but I feel like most of, you know, the parents or the siblings always, I always got along with them really well. Yeah. I'm a chill person, but yeah, I remember at one point, like when I first started dating, realizing that I was like, oh, it's going to be harder for me to win over the sibling than the parents because the siblings, there's a bond there that's like different. I will say, however, I always am nice in the beginning, like when I meet them, but I, I do show a little bit of my intimidating side because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want it to be clear that my loyalty lies with my brothers. Yeah. And if you hurt them, I will hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. Well, you, you can really lead us guys. <laughs> my sister's the worst. <laughs> I love her to death, but every guy I've ever introduced her to, she is so is is so rude yeah <laughs> not in a like derogatory way but she'll just be like mm, hi yeah nice to meet you and yeah. she won't she won't help carry the conversation she won't ask questions she'll just stare at them yeah and I remember the one of my like my like main ex uh when she met him she literally just looked him up and down <laughs> I could granted I could see it she was like an a like in her horrible teens, you know, yeah. and you know, 
just really emotional yeah <laughs> at that time <laughs> you know. um i would she would not do that today but yeah she literally did that at one point and i remember being mortified and i like grabbed him and i was like okay we're leaving bye yeah <laughs> brett did that to a guy that i liked that he was not a fan of because he knew he was like not a good guy and he came over to my house one day and brett was walking they were both walking in the living room and the mm-hmm. guy was like hey man what's up like i'm so and so and brett literally stopped and just looked at him and then walked away like didn't respond didn't put his hand out like it was so bad and brett was like way younger but i remember the guy being like that was like horrible yeah it's it, and same like alicia was a lot younger than him yeah um i mean he was my age so a uh, three-year difference yeah and, but she just stared at him brutal did brutal. nothing and i was like okay i'm out yeah and my yeah. dad's the same way like he's pretty quiet my mom's the one that really holds the conversation so i was like cool you met my mom <laughs> time to go <laughs> let's go let's just hang out at your house yeah jeez. <laughs> um anywho so brush me off like i didn't matter i didn't think too much of it because we were at the happiest place on earth mm-hmm. <sighs> i miss disney i miss disney r.i.p anyways but during the day there was some disagreement between my boyfriend and his mom i didn't want to get involved so i kept my distance his sister was standing next to me and i decided to say something to break the awkward tension between us i said i have no idea what's going on I wish I knew what to do which is such an innocent statement she turns and said what's going on is dot 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 I completely forgot what she said because I was so shocked that she said those four words with such rudeness and anger I had never met her before this day so it really threw me off that would throw me off too yeah I mean I'd be shaken up for sure the second encounter I had was with her on her birthday My boyfriend wanted me to decorate a cake that he baked. I wanted to give her another chance. When I got there, she greeted me with a smile and a hug. I thought this was a good start, but as I was decorating her cake, she comes over and takes a look. She asked what I'm trying to design. (laughs) I would be like, get out. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) And I told her. Right after I told her, she said, let me see, and grabbed, proceeded to grab the piping bag from my hand and finish the cake herself. (laughs) Oh my damn. Her own birthday cake. Um, throughout the whole time I was there, she kept saying, it's my birthday, so I should be able to do this. It's my birthday, so I should choose what to watch. The sister is in her late 20s, by the way. I just felt hurt because I wanted to do something nice for her. Here's the thing. She thinks everything's fine between us. She doesn't think she does anything wrong. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I do not like her. It takes a lot for me to not like someone like I don't like her. I confronted my boyfriend about this and he said that this is just how she is. He is super close to her and she's had his back for his whole life. He is making it seem like he wants me to just push away my feelings and just be besties with his sister. I feel pressured to just forgive and forget, but that's not easy. Recently, she invited my boyfriend and I to lunch, and I don't know what to do. My boyfriend really wants me to try, but I don't want to get hurt again. I don't know how to move forward. I could really use some advice on this, please. Sorry if this letter was super long. Thank you so much for reading. Love, Jess. It was not long at all. No, it was great. Yeah. Um, Wow, so many thoughts. Yeah, that's Uh, rough. That's a rough situation to be in. Yeah. Because you love your guy, and you want to be there for him, but she obviously sucks yeah um 
I do think it's crazy. She's in her late twenties. Yeah. That's she's grown. Yeah. She adult. should behave better. She's a grown ass woman. She shouldn't be treating you. So like pedally pedally. Pretty sure that's not a word. Pedally. Well, I was thinking like petty <laughs> and then pedally came out. <laughs> pedally. Um, yeah. That's very like immature of her for such an older yeah. age. Um, so I think that in itself kind of, kind of tells you like where she's at. That's true. Um, so that being said, I don't think it's okay for her to walk all over you. No. You are in a relationship with the, your boyfriend, not her. However, um, if you love him, then I do think it's important to try mm-hmm. and, you know, be civil with his family. That being said, what I would do is I would slowly start standing up for yourself. Yeah. I would go to lunch and I would look her dead in the eye. And if she said something rude, I would just simply, and this is hard for me too. Taryn can attest. I would have a hard time with this. I hate confrontation, but I would slowly just start saying that was rude. Yeah. You don't have to say anything else. Just call it out, you know, or maybe she doesn't even realize what she's doing or maybe she does, but either way you standing up for yourself would kind of start putting her in her place and she'll either recognize that and be like, Oh, I didn't even know. I'm so sorry. Or she'll, she'll see that you aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And you're not going to pull, put up with the nonsense that she's putting you through. Well, sometimes even just saying like, if you are afraid of confrontation and, and that feels like a lot, even just saying like, if she says something in a mean way, just being like, Hey, like, is everything okay? Like you seem to be like, did I do something? Because you're acting as if like I did something. So I just wanted to check in because sometimes like, you know, she might not be aware of it. Like Ashley said, so that'll draw attention to it without being like calling it out. Have a sit down conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, but also like, I am definitely, I'm all about standing up for yourself, but I am definitely like into the whole, part of that's your boyfriend's job too. And I think you need to talk to him and be like, Hey, obviously like I'm in this and she's your sister. I know she means a lot to you, but when she talks to me like that, it makes me not want to be around. So I would appreciate if you can stick up for me or talk to her and let her know like, Hey, cause I would, I've told my brothers before. I'm like, I know you don't like him, but you don't have a right to be like rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and literally it's happened like twice, but, um, but I think you need to like stick, have him stick up for you too. Um, but unfortunately, and we've talked about this before, there comes a point where you have to just see a person for what they are and choose either to accept that or to cut them out of your life. So it sounds like she is a spoiled brat. And it sounds like even just the fact that like people are like, oh, that's just how she is. I hate that. Like, I think that's how people become complacent. Like just, yeah. And bratty people is when people stop telling them like, hey, it's not okay to treat people like that. It's not okay to like throw a tantrum if you don't get what you want. And when people just go ahead and say like, oh, that's just how she is and make excuses like that, it allows that behavior to continue. Yeah. So I think unfortunately she's probably set in her ways. So I think there needs to come a point where you kind of develop a shell towards her. And 
if she is acting rude, then distance yourself. Like if she is going to be a brat, then say to your boyfriend, like, Hey, I really don't feel like going today. Like create whatever boundaries you need to, but also understand like she might really just be that way. And you just need to like kind of change how you interact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Well said. Thanks, Bear. Um, yeah, I don't, did she say how long they've been dating? She didn't say, but it sounds like it's been a little while. A good significant so, amount of yeah. time. Yeah. Then I agree with Taryn. I think, I think it's totally fine and, and reasonable. And, um, you should feel completely safe asking him to step yeah. up and just be like, Hey, clearly he, he likes you. Clearly you're not going anywhere for the foreseeable yeah. future. So I, th- I think it's totally fine. And actually his job to step in and, and say, Hey, yeah. this isn't okay. Yeah, I, and I he, like her and I need you to, yeah, you know, be okay with this. Or I told my brothers one time there was someone who came around our family a lot and they would make comments, kind of make fun of me for being single and older. And it started to get to the point where I was like, okay, like you're flat out just like, and I, you know me, Ash, like it takes so much for me to like get embarrassed. And me and Taryn both joke about being single all All the the time. time. And like in front of my family, I'm the most comfortable version of myself. Yeah. But the way this person was like saying things started to really affect me. And so I literally told my brothers one time I was like, Hey, you guys should stick up for me. Like you yeah. guys are my protectors. You're people that like know me. And I'm just letting you know, like when those things are said, like it really affects me. So like, please feel free to say something. Yeah. And, it, and I remember Brett was like, dude, I literally, Brett and Ryan both actually were like, dude, I literally was just in that moment. I was wanting to be like, Hey bro, like that's a little like, harsh. Like yeah. there's no need to say that. They were like, but I didn't know if that would like, embarrass you more or like whatever so it was just us having a conversation where I was like no honestly like I would love if you would stick up for me and then being like okay awesome you know well then maybe that's exactly what she needs to do just have a conversation with him and be like hey I want to be there because you want me there but also like if we need to have a code word or freaking hand signal of when I'm like pineapple I'm out I'm at my (laughs) limit I need you to step in right now yeah Yeah. no I love that just an open honest conversation with how you're feeling and maybe he knows that she's bothering you but maybe he doesn't fully understand how how bad it is yeah so yeah let's give him the benefit of the doubt and let's even give her the benefit of the doubt um and hope that you standing up for yourself and having that conversation with him will kind of like yeah help her realize what she's doing yeah You got this girl. You will not be the first. You will not be the last that dates a person with a family member. That is the worst. We've heard plenty of horror stories. So many. Good God. Good God. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. And we're back. Um, Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into my story. 
the title here is Best Friend to Acquaintance, How to Forgive and Let Go. Ooh. Best friend drama is the worst. It is. Am I right? It is. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hi. I'm going to go by the name L because I want to stay anonymous. I am 19 years old and I'm from San Diego, California. Love San Diego. I love San Diego. I miss San there Diego. There was a guy who I was like on and off talking to. I remember. I literally you called know, him San Diego guy. So, yeah, I would call him San Diego to Ash. Ash? Okay. <laughs> Ash, like, she cares about my life. She really does. She's just not the best at like remembering like exactly who I'm talking about. I remember San Diego. So I have to like give clarifiers like uh, that. Yes. Like I'll be like, oh, San Diego. Oh, Wales. And they all have to be different. They can't, Wales. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be similar in any way. Otherwise mm-hmm. I will mix them up. It's really yeah. bad. But yeah, he, I, it was one of those like, I still to this day don't know if we like actually liked each other or if it was just all in my head. But I went out to hang out with him one time and saw his area and I always have said like oh yeah no I want to live here because I want to be close to my fam and it's not that that's far away but it still is like a few hours commitment to drive it is well you Um, see your family a lot I see my family a ton I could easily live a few hours away yeah you could thrive you could um but yeah I drove out there and I was like dude I move for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) obviously Uh, nothing happened but you know I mean well Thriving. It's not over. Thriving. (laughs) Um, She continues. I absolutely love your podcast, by the way. I've recently lost a best friend in my life and it's been really hard for me. We met in middle school, became best friends in high school and have stayed best friends through our time in college up until now. We've been on vacation with each other's families, have given each other birthday and Christmas gifts and share so many memories together. This year when we were both home for our winter break, I could tell things felt different. We didn't click as easily. Our conversations felt a little more forced and I didn't feel my best when I was with her. I always hang out with her when I'm home and still consider her to be my best friend. So we just kept hanging out and it was fine. Around February, we got into a small argument about something she did that hurt me a lot. We figured, we figured out and remained friends, but it was always really distant and felt very different than our friendship had ever been before. A few months later, we got into another argument over text, and it was definitely the biggest argument I'd ever been in. I said some things that weren't very nice and that I regret, and she did the same. I really wanted to talk about things in person after, but she didn't want to. She expressed how she didn't feel close to me anymore and didn't feel like trying for our friendship anymore. Ouch. Yeah. After a week or so, I brought cookies to her house to apologize. We talked for a little and we decided to stay friends, but not best friends anymore. And I was happy that we were on good terms. Ever since then, I noticed I was blocked on a few (gasps) of her social media accounts and I'm always the one to reach out and text her first. She hurt me a lot and I don't understand how she's able to just throw away years of friendship. And I can't even really figure out what I did to her to begin with. She was a rock in my life for so long. I just can't seem to let it go. If I had it my way, we would still be friends, even though I know it's not what's good for me now. I just keep thinking of years and years of memories. I also can't forgive myself for getting into an argument with her and saying mean things because I am very non-confrontational and I've never done anything like this before. Any advice on forgiving myself and letting go would be great. Thank you. That's tough. Oh, that's, dude, that statement, like, I just don't 
want to put effort like this into isn't this worth fighting yeah. for anymore. Oof. That's a really low blow. Ouch. Um, there is something so much more difficult with a, a friendship separation, a yeah. splitting of friends than there is in a like relationship. People break up. Guys come and go. Yeah. Girls come and go. But like a best friend, that's devastating. It's, a different, it's like a more like raw... I don't know how to describe, like, I feel like breakups are like intense, right? Like you feel all these emotions. It's like heated. It's you're crying hysterically. It's like very like elevated levels of emotion. Yeah. But the best friend ones are the ones that like are deep, like they're deep in your core and it's more of just like a cloud. Like you're just sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Poor baby. Ouch. Um, I've gone through a friend breakup. Taryn's gone through a friend breakup. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been years for me, but I still find myself wondering. Dude, all the time. How she's doing, where we'd be now if we were still friends. Um, And what's crazy is like my specific situation is it wasn't that dramatic. There was no conversation. It was more of like a just drifting apart, which is you know pros and cons to that like there were no like real hurtful words said but it also just kind of left me feeling like unresolved and like yeah. we never we never dealt with it um so one way to look at that is at least there was there's an there's an easy it's easier to be like okay I don't need her in my life or and we don't we're not yeah. good for each other right now um however I do think how she worded that sucks yeah, I mean, it's it's because, and I feel like my friend breakup was like, I mean, it literally ended with me throwing out like, okay, well, how about we just never talk again? And he, him going, it's fine with me. And like taking a drink of his beer and walking away. Like, and, and so I felt that whole like dismissive, just like, wow, like after all these years, like there's no need to like, even fight for this friendship. Like I'm just dismissed like that, which I feel like she probably feels like that too, especially taking the time to like block someone and just ignore their advances and things like that. After saying like, yeah, let's just be friends. But then doing that, that's like such a hard place to be. Cause you're like, well, you said you want to be friends and like, I'm trying. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, she's basically in a cowardly way saying she's done without saying she's done you know what I mean yeah and for being friends for how long however long you guys have been friends yeah a substantial amount of time yeah um you would expect more than that yeah and I think at some point it's not fair for you to keep fighting for something if you're just getting hurt time after time so I think my advice would be and obviously like I don't I don't know all of the details. I don't know your history as well and things like that. But I think there comes a point where it's okay to do a one last reach out and just to say like, hey, all of the things like you, you feel like you still need to say to her, be like, hey, I obviously like we've been through a lot. I still feel so horrible for the things I said and what happened between us. You know how much I love you and it's been really hard for me to see, you know, me being blocked. Like I keep reaching out and you're not reciprocating. So obviously 
there's still some anger you have towards me. Mm-hmm. Again, I just want to say how much I love you and I really want this friendship, but I also don't want to keep pushing you if you're not ready. So whenever you are ready to talk or whenever you want to try to make this work, let me know and I'm here. Like literally I'm here patiently waiting. And then I would just like for your own sake, like try to like heal and move on. You know, reach out for birthdays, things like that to if you still feel like you just want to see where it's at. But I think there comes a point where taking the abuse of like getting hurt over and over and over when you're the only one reaching out Mm -hmm. is damaging. So I would just be careful of that. Yeah. What I would do and something that I wish I had done in my friendship breakup would be if you're still thinking about it and you're still wanting to talk. And it's, you're, you're still really feeling like this, this pressure or desire, like in uh, your heart to do something, then I would, I would make like one final attempt. Yeah. Um, Even I if would, it's just for yourself to be yeah. like, okay, I literally have tried everything and yeah. said everything, yeah. you know? And I have, I have, I do, I do counseling now cause I'm healthy. Yeah, she does. And <laughs> um, one of the biggest things that my counselor keeps saying is like, if you don't know exactly what you want to say or you're scared, write it out. It's mm-hmm. so much easier. It's yeah. so much better. You get your thoughts out so clear. Um, something that I struggle with is if if I feel emotional about something, my brain goes blank. Yeah. Every single time, um, whether it's it's family stuff, friend stuff, or relationship stuff. Like if I want to say something and I get the guts to finally say something, I'll say one thing. But in reality, I have five things I want to say. Yeah. And I lost it all. Uh-huh. And and I'll get so excited that I got to talk about the one, but then I dismissed everything else. Yeah. So maybe write her a letter or send her an email or send her a text explaining how you feel, how you still love her, how her words have stung you and you're still thinking mm-hmm. about them and how like the blocking thing really, really yeah. came out of nowhere yeah. and is immature. And you thought you guys were better than that. I don't think, I honestly think I've only blocked, I don't even know if I've blocked anyone. I think I blocked like someone that was like commenting like really just inappropriate stuff on all my pictures. Yeah. And that was the first time I like blocked someone, but it would take a lot for me to like block a person. I've only blocked one person in my life. It was a guy who just was not letting things go. Yeah. Um, And annoying, starting to annoy the hell out of me. So I feel, I feel like blocking maybe because I, I think it's a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I feel like blocking deserves a lot. You know, you, you must have done a lot to get blocked because I can easily scroll through. Yeah. And and be like, oh, whatever, whatever. or hide it or yeah. But like, to me, blocking is like, I am fully cut. Like I want nothing to do with life. you. Yeah. So that's where it's a confusing double message of like, yeah, let's still be friends, Never but I'm going to block you. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. And I've had other friends who have also had fr- friendship breakups, um, who found out that they were blocked as well. And, um, if there was any chance of there being some kind of restorative Mm-hmm. thing in their friendship that really did like put it over the edge it ended everything yeah yeah because people can talk a lot of talk and say that they want to remain friends or work through something but it's their actions that really tell yeah. you how they feel and if blocking was one of their first initial responses that's a good clue yeah, as to intense. where they're at emotionally yeah um and also just on the complete opposite side. Um, 
if that's where she's at in life right now, you probably don't want her in your life for a no. while. You know, she, I mean, she clearly has stuff unfollow? to deal with. Yeah. That's the whole thing is like, it well, just feels oh my God. like I don't even block my ex. We don't follow each other, but like, I don't block him. And if he ever DM'd me, I'd be like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like there's that. I've never felt that harshness of like, I do not want to see anything of yours and I don't want you to see anything of mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that has to go with the whole cancel culture that we live in right now. Yeah. there It's it's such an intense thing. And that's so funny because I just posted about this because I read an article about cancel culture and where it's brought us to in this moment um, and how even like, I'm not going to get too political, but how even in this year of uh, this election year and mm. so many things that we should be talking about, we're we've gotten ourselves to a place where if we disagree with someone or we have one argument, you are shut down. You are canceled. You're not given a chance to learn, to grow, to hear someone out. Um, and, and this goes obviously with politics, but it goes with relationships as well. Yeah. Because the best part about relationships is going through all the hard stuff, learning through it and coming out on the end, like victoriously. Well, the whole thing is like, you want people to be better people. Yeah. But instead of like, yeah, I think you should highlight their past mistakes and there should be accountability put there. But if people are genuinely wanting to change instead, like our world's not going to change if we're just going and like crucifying everyone who's ever done anything wrong. Exactly. Like we've got to like bring light to it. We can't ignore it anymore because like we're done with that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, okay, well, how do we now educate someone to change and to make better decisions in the future. So, and especially in relationships like that, it's like, if you're just like done with me, there should be like, you should have the courage then to sit me down and say like, Hey, I honestly, like, I'm just done with this friendship. Like for me, that would be easier to move on from than just going on and finding that I've been blocked on social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Taryn brought this up to me once because I, I do suck at confrontation and she's great at it. She thrives in it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, she jokingly said once that she's like preparing me for my future marriage. Yeah. And I think that's true. I think there's a huge like truth to that where it's like um, your relationships, your friendships, um, all of these things you're, you're going to learn and you're going to grow. We're yeah. humans. We're, we're all going to make mistakes. And so it's a matter of like having people in your life that will call you out on your mm-hmm. bullshit and just be like, Hey, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, as a friend, I have to tell you yeah. that this is not okay. And it, I shouldn't take it personally. And it's not, they an shouldn't say it in a rude way. Yeah. And it should be the, the whole goal should be to help me to rise up to, uh, to a better yeah, place, to fully. be a better person. Um, so that the older I get, the the more mature I can handle each and every relationship that comes my way. Yeah. Um, so that being said, her canceling you out after an argument um, is very unhealthy. And I think that just goes to show how the rest of her relationships in the future are probably going to be. She's going to come to a sticky situation or have an argument and it's going to be like yeah. out, cut, done. Um, whereas for you, hopefully, um, if you can get this off your chest, write her a letter or talk to her one last time, I hope, and I would like encourage you to do that, but I hope that would kind of lay to rest, um, all the bad that happened. And I, I, it's hard, but eventually like where I'm at right now with my friendship losses, we have some great memories together. I cannot imagine my childhood without her. I can't imagine, 
um, going through middle school and high school without her. I think she was in my life for a reason. And I know I was in hers for a reason. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, but people grow and people change and, and, um, friends come and go, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, you know, she helped you get to the place that you're at today. And, and yeah. I think in the end, the best, the best overall situation would be for you to be grateful and thankful for yeah. the times that you had. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Dang. I'm sorry, babe. That sucks. Yeah. Make sure you are protecting yourself getting, you know, it's getting closure on your own versus when you have someone who's a willing to sit and get closure with you is yeah. way harder, but it still is something that's worth doing. So mm-hmm. Even if you're like, okay, well, I'm going to write this thing and she's not going to respond, then see it as something like you need to do for yourself. But you got this. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, sucks. So worse. Um, thank you guys for freaking writing in. We always are so blown away by just how you guys write in literally every week and are so vulnerable and honest with us. And we appreciate you trusting us. Your guys' openness is absolutely inspiring to me yeah. because I, I, in general, not an open person. It takes yeah. a little bit for me to feel comfortable with someone to open yeah. up. Um, so I'm, I'm so grateful to you guys for doing that. I know me and Taryn look forward to this podcast mm-hmm. so much. This has mm-hmm. become the center of our lives. Yep. Um, I have read countless DMS and emails where people, multiple, multiple, multiple people come in and say how much they, they related so much to this mm-hmm. episode, which means that each and every one of your guys' stories that you're sharing is not only touching me and Taryn, but it's, it's affecting other oh people's gosh, lives as yeah. well. Um, so if you have made it to the end, this is the time where I tell you, if you have a story that you would yes. like to share, please send it in because yep. we all want to hear it. We're all learning together. Um, and yeah, we're just, me and Taryn feel so grateful to have a platform where we're able to provide that for you guys. Yeah. Freaking love you all. Shall we end it with a dad joke? Yes, ma'am. Karen loves dad jokes. And if you is, guys have any, send them her way. If you, got, if you guys don't know. This actually was from Jess from my story. Oh. She left a PS convenient. dad joke. I know. Okay. What is Gaston the winner of? Gaston from Beauty and the Beast? Yep. Hunting? Hunting. Gaslighting? <laughs> I love how, what if that was the joke? What is Gaston the winner of? Gaston is the winner of hunting. (laughs) The worst (laughs) joke ever. Okay, ready? I use antlers in all of my decorating. Oh, are you ready? I have no idea. Please go. The Nobel Prize. That's the best one yet. Really? That's the best one yet. Oh my god! Congrats, I think that's my Jess. favorite. The Nobel Prize. <laughs> that's so good. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. We love you to pieces. Real, real, real. Should we give another hidden thing? Because dude, our socials blew up with pineapples. Pineapples. Yeah. Um. Uh. Should we continue with the food, or should we change no, it up a little bit? Let's do something else. Let's do something else. Let's do a Does it rando. need to be an emoji? Yeah. What if we do the science speaker? Oh, good. Yep. Because there is a science speaker. Also, good luck finding it. <laughs> yeah. Because I, like, I remember well, looking for it once and it took me forever. That's the worst when you're like scrolling through. Okay. We're just talking. Yeah. We're to just talk rambling. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks for <laughs> Love talking. You. Bye. Bye.